Psalm 108, a song, a psalm of David. My heart is steadfast, God. I will sing and make music with my soul. Wake up, harp and lyre. I will wake up the dawn. I will give thanks to you, Yahweh, among the nations. I will sing praises to you among the people. For your loving kindness is great among the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth, that your beloved may be delivered. Save with your right hand and answer us. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph, I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washpot. I will throw sandals on Edom. I will shout over Philistia. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who has led me to Edom? Haven't you rejected us, God? You don't go out, God, with our armies. Give us help again against the enemy. For the help of man is vain. Through God, we will do valiantly. For it is he who will tread down our enemies. Psalm 108 is a composite psalm. And... Um, I was just saying in the last Psalm 107 that it was liturgical. You know, it was like put together for use in worship. And uh, this Psalm, it's actually put, it's, it's liturgical too, but in a kind of a different way. This Psalm is actually made up from two other Psalms we covered earlier, Psalm 57 and Psalm 60. And they've got bits of them, put them together, made a new Psalm. And it's, it's done specifically because it's for use in worship. We do this all the time where we take songs or we take ideas or we especially take scriptures and we adjust them around, change the lyrics, put them together and use them in worship. So here we've got a psalm where they've taken other psalms, rearranged them, put them together for worship. So it's liturgical like that. And the earlier two psalms were Psalms of David and this one is called Psalm of David. But interestingly, we don't know... <laughs> We don't know if David was the one who put it together the second time. We know that David wrote the first two Psalms that were put together here. So we know it's definitely a Psalm of David, but we don't know whether it was David who put it together later or someone else. It doesn't really matter, but that's an interesting thing to think about. In this Psalm, he says, my heart is steadfast God, I will sing and make music in my soul. Who knew that you could make music in your soul? <laughs> That's very cool. In verse 2, he says, wake up, harp, wake up, lyre. And then he says, I will wake up the dawn. So in other words, this David is singing. He's so excited and he says, I'm going to wake up the dawn. He must have been singing before sunrise. <laughs> and if you know, any, well, I wouldn't do that in my house before sunrise because people are sleeping. But clearly, David's not bothered about that. He is the king after all. And he says, I'm going to wake up the dawn. So he's getting into it before the day has started. Something wonderful about that. Years ago when I was, um, you know, I first really discovered my prayer habit when I was about 17. I always prayed before that, but it was 17 I really developed the prayer habit. And I decided I worshipped every morning, very early, before the sunrise, just like this. But I used, instead of using a normal guitar, I used an electric guitar and I didn't plug it in. So a non-plugged in electric guitar is very quiet. 
And I used to sit in my little room up the other end of the house from mum and dad and play my electric guitar early in the morning, praise and worship the Lord. <laughs> Loved it. I like to wake up the dawn as well. In verse 7, it says, God has spoken. In triumph, I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Sukkoth. Now, Shechem, I had to look this up. I didn't know it before, but it's funny how you forget things. Shechem is a place where Jacob used to live, and we talked about it in the book of Genesis, around about 20, chapter 25, I think. Jacob lived in Shechem, and it was Shechem is west of the Jordan, but Sukkoth is east of the Jordan. So there's these two places that both start with the letter S. One's west of the Jordan, wherever it runs, right down the middle of the promised land. Um, one of these S places to the east, west, one of the S places to the east. And God here is saying, I'm going to divide out Shechem and I'm going to measure out the valley of Sukkoth. In other words, he's talking about the whole land from east to west. Normally when we talk about the promised land, we're talking from Dan, which is at the top, to Bethel at the south. We normally talk about it from north to south. But in this verse, it's just talked about east to west, a different way to what we're used to. So God is saying, I'm going to divide Shechem and measure out Sukkoth. In other words, God was going to split up the land between his people. Now, that was what was supposed to happen. But it wasn't until David actually finished conquering all the land that it was able to be fully allocated to all the tribes. So God did do that. He went on to say, Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is mine, Judah is my scepter. So these are all the parts of the land that have been conquered and divided up. In verse 9, he says, Moab is my washpot. <laughs> and then Edom, you know, I'm going to throw my sandals on Edom. So Moab, Edom and Philistia were nations that were surrounding. And so he's saying wonderful things about Israel, but then he's saying nasty things about these other nations. So they're spoken about in a terrible way. Actually, I understand that when it says Moab is my washpot, it's actually saying Moab is my toilet. It's the place where the rubbish go. And um, Moab was one of those nations that severely persecuted and harmed Israel. And so they are spoken of very lowly all the way through the Bible. You might think, oh, that's not fair. Sounds like, um, sounds like God's a racist. <laughs> no, God's not a racist. God loves all people. And in fact, it was only in the very last psalm. In fact, it's even in this psalm, I'm pretty sure, where David says, I will sing and praise among the nations. That's the Gentiles. That's all people. God's design heart was always that all people would know him and love him. But here in this, in this chapter and in quite a few other places, the Moabites are not, it's not like a racial thing that we're thinking about. It's like a religion we're thinking about. And the Moabite religion was evil, horrible, terrible. So what God wants to do is call people out of these false religions. And the perfect example was the was Ruth. And uh, we, we went through the four chapters of Ruth um, previously. Ruth was from Moab, but she left Moab and became an Israelite. And she was completely accepted and loved by Christ. And that's the way it was supposed to be. The Lord wants all the nations to come to him it's not racism. I guess you could call it a kind of like um, false godism, something like that. You could say that God is down and he despises the false gods. They're actually demons. God does not love demons. And uh, he, he wants us to turn our back on them. So he says he puts these things in here so that the Israelites would realize that those things are evil and wrong and don't have anything to do with it. 
And uh, unfortunately, some of the some of the Israelites and the Jewish people confused the matter, and they didn't see that God loved those people and He wanted them to come into into Him. Instead, they rejected them completely, rather than realizing it was their false religion that had to be rejected. In verse thirteen, David says, "Through God, we will do valiantly, for it is He who will tread down our enemies." David he went through and conquered the land and uh, had great victories. It was completely conquered. And he did do valiantly. And through him, God did tread down his enemies. We're supposed to do the same thing, not tread down people, but we're supposed to see the schemes of Satan completely defeated. We are supposed to do valiantly as well, but it's God that does the treading down. So we're supposed to walk with him, be faithful in prayer, you know, press in, and the Lord will have great victories through us So if you're thinking you're not all that valiant right now, well, the good news is you don't have to be. It's God who will tread down his enemies through you. But you have to be willing to let him do it. So step up, take a hold of prayer, push in, see the enemies of the Lord pushed down. Lord, we thank you for your kindness and grace. Thank you for Psalm 108. Thank you that all those years ago, Israel conquered the land. And there's a picture that we need to spiritually conquer in our own lives and push down the strongholds in our own lives and hearts and see the the schemes of the evil one defeated all around us. Lord, give us grace and power for these things in Jesus' name. Amen.